Hey everyone, it's me, Ed, from the podcast. How's it going? Um, this is episode 50, hooray! It's our first ever in-person record, so it's a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more freewheeling, a little bit more loose than normal. Uh, we were watching the shopping channel at Pat's Flat while we recorded this one, so occasionally during the episode there's going to be a co- quite a confusing, hard segue where one of us starts talking about like a a weird handbag or a really ugly looking joint of beef but that's all that is um just wanted to just before the episode to come here and say thanks thank you for listening all this time and and thank you for supporting us um we've got a small listenership but a really really lovely one you guys have been incredibly supportive and incredibly vocal uh if you enjoy the podcast please tell people about it i feel like this is probably quite a good one to represent us, if, if a good one to onboard people with. Um, thank you to everyone that's listened and sort of connected with us over email and Twitter and left ratings and reviews on iTunes. That shit really helps us. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy this one and the ideally many more to come. Welcome to the Brit Populism Podcast. <laughs> The podcast that separates 30 seconds from Mars from 50 episodes to idiots. <laughs> uh, I'm Patrick Brosnahan, editor, editor-in-chief of Darren Grimes Monthly. <laughs> I think there's a magazine called Wines Monthly. If there's not, uh, we'll change it. Wines Monthly. Wines Monthly. Okay. Um, Wines Monthly, that's, that's more like our podcast. Yeah. Monthly. One day. Yeah. Uh, with me all is a political cog and a political machine, Greg Sproston. Who puts the advert in advert? <laughs> <laughs> and Ed Knight, or as he's known in manga circles, uh, manga, but it's like sort of gay. That's <laughs> yes, me. Welcome to the Brit Populism Podcast. Good evening, Great Britain. Good evening, Great Britain. Good evening, Great Britain. 50 episodes in, the most prepared yet. Boys, I can't believe I know what you look like now. It's, it's exciting, yeah. isn't it? I didn't realise that we were doing sort of matter deconstruction for our, for our 50th episode. Me neither. Yeah. I think uh, it's cool, though. It's good that now, because uh, just to explain, we're recording in person for the first time. We're at, we're at Pat's flat watching the shopping channel. Yeah, um, because uh, podcasters be shopping. <laughs> it looks like they seem to be selling single Christmas crackers, uh, which could be a response to the supply chain crisis. Yeah, yeah. I just seen an so advert. I just seen an advert on here for my pillow. Did you know they were still? Didn't the guy that sells my pillow have like a meltdown or something? Yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's a, he's a fascist, isn't he? He's, Is he? Uh, Mike Lovell? Yeah, he's. Um, He's a big Trump supporter. Is that um, why he called it My Pillow? Because it sounds like a pillow. Mike Pillow. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> His name's Mike Pillow. Yeah, Mine Pillow. He, um, yeah, he's a big time uh, Nazi, isn't it? Big My, time. Mine Campfy Pillow. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I, I, crazy. I didn't even know they were selling that in this country. Like, like well, I'm still know, selling I, it. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, how are you boys I doing? Thought, I thought pillows in this country were still just bags stuffed with straw. And sawdust and shit. Yeah, and yeah. like the, that five grand you need when you're going to run away. Um, yeah, it, pillows in this country are stuffed with cuff, like copies of the Times that say yeah. like victory in Europe and yeah, yeah, yeah. miners go on strike. Instructor manuals on that, I'll say thank you to the bus driver. Pillows in this country are stuffed with uh, MI6 spies and then stapled from the outside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, how are you boys getting? What are you getting up to? How are you doing? It's a lovely, beautiful. It's a beautiful Saturday. We've got a beautiful park outside. Yeah, cool. uh, uh, NW2 Gladstone Park. 
Uh, not to dox myself, it's a big park. <laughs> Give everyone come and rob Patrick yeah, to celebrate come, yeah. our 50th episode. Yeah, please come rob me and see how much debt you're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can you rob debt? Come and rob me if, if so. Yeah. Hi, I'm Rob Debt. Welcome to BBC One Extra. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm Rob Debt. Should, do immigrants count as murder victims? <laughs> yeah. Do they count as murder victims or is it just a scavenger hunt? Um, I'm Rob Debt. Have we had enough of these uppity gays? Have we? Yeah, that's yeah. a big have you, question. Have you seen this, boys? The, what, the gays? The, 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 <laughs> up, up and a gay. The BBC. Superman's by. BBC. <laughs> up, I didn't know Rishi Sunak was gay. <laughs> up, up and a gay is going to be the title. Yeah, up, up and a gay. Superman's by. And Christopher Biggins is outraged. Have you guys seen the... the, the they, yeah, Superman's by now. Superman's yeah. by. Uh, and they got Christopher Biggins, the world's biggest bifog, to go on TV. He got kicked off Big Brother for saying he hated bisexual yeah, people yeah. summer. He said they were greedy and like, uh, spreading AIDS. Yeah. Honestly, like, in this country, if you're in the panto circuit, all you do is shut up, do your panto, and you'll be one of the richest people in the country. Yeah, 100%. 100%. He could not... Gr- like... All Biggins had to do was just not talk, and he would yeah. be the richest. But, but he's, in this, des- in he's desperate to be like his anti-buy agenda. I don't know where it's come from. Probably just being old and rich, because uh, you know, obviously during the AIDS pandemic, well, not pandemic, AIDS scare, everything when AIDS was like big when it was huge. Like <laughs> everyone, 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 you know, knew someone or knew someone who knew someone who like died of AIDS and stuff like that. Sure, it was huge and like wasn't taken care of like properly in this country in America. So it's a big thing, you know. But then he's just like, oh, we are buys are spreading it. It's so stupid, it, and it's so sort of like, here's something that I find really, because I know a lot of like, oh, I've heard stories from like older gay people and, and queer people about what it was actually like in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. It sounds fucking horrifying. Like, Oh, yeah. And and it's so weird as well, because this, this week, um, like Russell T. Davies, um, Mr. Doctor Who, did a big speech at like the TV awards or something. Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor, yeah. Strange. <laughs> um, but... He's he was rightfully talking about how when uh, when AIDS was around, it was like the, there was no um, there was no tackling of it. The Tory government made it illegal to be talked about in schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you weren't allowed information about the crisis, did about you, the virus. Just like, on on that note, did you see that um, LGBT conservatives is in the you know the the, the group were were given stall twenty eight. They were given section yeah, twenty eight at the conservative yeah. uh, conservative insane, conference. absolutely insane. But it's you know I think there's a really there's a really ugly um, uh, dynamic to going after by people for, for for spreading AIDS because as you've said Ed, like AIDS was spread anyway because it wasn't treated as a public health crisis. It was sort of driven underground. Yeah. But but if if by people were the 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 mechanism if you like for it then being spread to women. But it's so it's it's so weird, like it's because basically, like um, the bi people are a very uh, easy target because they're seen as the straight people of gay people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they've, it's fair game, and it's just so it's so weird and so sort of like I don't know, just destructive. I think to not be like oh, uh, it, it it wasn't like the like the homophobic government that that mm-hmm. let this, this get out of control and like uh, and like repressive legislation and stuff. It was the bad kind of gays. Right, uh, yeah, because you know, there's people think like all LGBTs are all united on United Front, but like there's so much like you know bigotry and like sort of stuff within that as well. 
like biphobia, transphobia within like yeah, the, yeah. They're seeing community. seeing lots of like um, lots of uh, like just it's it's, it's weird. Uh, you see lots of like um, old gay men and lesbians really pulling the ladder up after themselves, especially when it comes to trans people these days. Yeah, yeah. LGBT alliance, baby. Yeah, yeah. And all the old, these old fuckers they're getting closer to death, close to God, and realizing that oh, fuck, what if we were wrong? <laughs> well, what if we are going to hell? Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll slag the others maybe, off. Maybe, maybe, we'll yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't think this is a thing. Just um, I know I do. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I do. It's a good theory, and I'm not cutting it out. Yeah, well, don't cut it out. Yeah, if yeah, as you get older, you're like, man, what, what if? Yeah, what if? Yeah, because you, you've had a tumble uh, outside the hairdressers. <laughs> you see a bright light, and it's just uh, you know the some gorillas uh, delivery driver. It's the, it's the number it's, 59 bus. You think it's heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm glad that Superman's um, Superman's by now. Um, uh, because that's like... Yeah, he's by. He's going to do uh, climate protests in the soon-to-be-released issue. Is he? Yeah, he's going to be holding up a sign, which is like, come on, you Superman. You could probably do a bit more. Yeah, yeah. He could like... like here's the thing about Superman and climate protests. It's like he could go and punch... Um, the sun? You go punch the sun away. Sort it out. Yeah, yeah. he can well, punch yeah. the sun away. Exactly. But he needs the sun for his powers. That's why he's got an agenda. He so can, yeah, so, yeah. so surely there would be heat vision of yours. Exactly. The thinner the ozone, the better it is for Superman because he's got sun powers. And you know, Lex Luthor, right? He's not going after Superman anymore because he's bi. He's like, whoa, whoa. Wait, what? Hey, if you, he's bi, I don't know if bi. He's fine. Then. But here's the thing: it's, it's, like it's the thing that Superman finally gets Lex Luthor is that he's actually been committing hate crimes this yeah, whole time. <laughs> Well, he gets refugees knocking off, knocking off protected yeah, yeah. one by one. Yeah. But the thing with Superman is he's a, he's an alien, right? He's an extraterrestrial. So in yeah. He, yeah. can he be considered bisexual in a in a in a meaningful way? I think that uh, Superman like being bi He's he's uh, he's exploiting a power dynamic and and fucking a, a lesser, a lesser species, species, a lesser yeah. species than, than well, himself. Well, here's the thing I don't understand cuz they they say like Superman's bi and that's all well and good. But are we going to get to see him? Like pipe some guy's ass. Are we going to get to see him hang dong? Yeah, yeah. no, because who in their right mind is going to bomb for Superman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Lois. You, you, apart you, from you, Lois Lane, she's got to have like that fucking. She's got to have that that fucking nuclear submarine wall pussy to be able yeah. to withstand. But then, but then to to look at this from the other direction, uh, who whomst among <laughs> us has the capabilities to top Superman? Um, apart from Eric Cantona, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Eric Cantona topic Superman. Uh, that's funny. That's I actually, a funny yeah, bit. I actually, we should do I that. actually spent four hundred pounds uh, for commissioning an artist a, a submission from, from Deviant Art to yeah. uh, to make that for. Eric Cantona topic Superman. Superman like, don't worry, I've already drawn this. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> one. My, I my get popular request. I get this one a lot. That and a praying man just sucking himself off. <laughs> did you? Uh, did he did, take his did, own head off and then just put it down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another one back. Yeah. But to, talking of talking of aliens, did you did you guys heads. see that Demi Lovato said that you shouldn't call aliens extraterrestrials because it will hurt their feelings? Uh, and Neil deGrasse Tyson said not to worry about it because aliens don't have feelings. That can't always saying shit. He is always saying yeah, shit. Uh, He's always lions saying. Lions don't them. talk, so Lion King zero out of five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always like, "Did you guys know that? Um, that actually, um, that, that, that there is—you can't drill down into Mars yeah. like Vin Diesel. Yeah, just, so, just saw so Armageddon. Oh, many mistakes in that. Couldn't <laughs> get through it. Surely it's quicker to train astronauts to be miners <laughs> than miners to be astronauts. 
I love that. That's so funny. That movie. Uh, what, are, are, you, are you suggesting that miners wouldn't be capable of being astronauts? Yeah, exactly. Well, they keep going on fucking strike, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, no, and to make uh, TFL workers. All I'm saying is, who are supposed to be TFL workers? If you, if a police officer is harassing you, find your nearest astronaut and ask yeah. him to take you to space. Yeah, hail down the nearest asteroid. <laughs> Have you seen the the advert for the new movie with Leslie Odom Jr.? Yeah. And Orlando Bloom. Have no, you seen, no, I'm not seeing. Have this. you not seen this? No. Should we watch? Should we show Greg the advert and then carry on? Yeah. Because then I can cut it out and cut back into when Greg laughs. Yeah, sure, sure. <coughs> All right, Greg. I'm going to show you an advert on my phone right now. You're not to look. You're not to look at the, the title of the film. The title of the film. Okay. Until okay. until the end of the video. <laughs> How good is that? Nonsensical load of shit. Incredible. Needle in a time stack. Needle in a time stack. Needle in a time stack, Fox. This really is an idea that began and ended with like a, an Alan Partridge style talking into the dictaphone with their big idea. Needle in a time stack. Needle in a hay time. Yeah. Needle, needle in time <laughs> saves nine. And that would have been a better title. A stitch in time saves nine. Yeah, a stitch in time. A, titch in ti- a stitch in time saves wife. <laughs> <laughs> a stitch in time. Yeah, T- um, a stitch in time. A, st- a stitch. A stitch up in time saves I, I lo- wife. I love my timey wife. <laughs> timey wimey wife. Hey, if anyone doesn't want your class on, I'm going to eat that. You can have that class. Grab it. Are you sure? I'm recording, mate. Cheers, mate. I'm, I'm going to have mine now. Yeah. Oh. What else has happened? Fuck, <laughs> uh, Hunter Biden has a, a budding artist art career. What? He's really? uh, yeah, he's selling his guy. he's selling his paintings for uh, like five, upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> the foot job guy. The foot job guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the only sort of any politician I've ever respected. <laughs> yeah, the only guy I've ever respected in my life. Actually, the foot yeah. job guy. I'm, I, no, I respect. Uh, I respect one of George Rossini's kids, the one who died at the age of seven. <laughs> I respect her. <laughs> oh, man. Well, by oh, the way, man. I'm the only one who remembers her, so like, I'm like, if anything, I'm doing her a service with that joke. So, Ro- Rose Bush, I think her name was. No, that can't be her name. That can't be her name. Think about that, can't be her name. Witty parents, that can't be her name. <laughs> yeah, I repeat, Rose. Um, I didn't know that Hannah Biden was doing art. What's the art? What is it of? Uh, I've not seen the art. I've not seen the art. I've just seen that it's uh, a bit of an ethics quandary uh, because the guy who used to be in charge of the Office of Government Ethics, whatever in the States, Walter Schlub, I think his name is, or something like that. Yeah. Walter Schlub. Schlub, Schlub, yeah. Something like that. Walter, somebody. Um, he sort of raised his, his, his concerns with it because he said, you know, there is real clear p- potential here for conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and without having seen the art, I am strongly to believe it's absolute shite. Sure. Because he basically said there is no way that anyone would pay this money for this art unless what they were really paying for was trying to curry favour with the president. Does he know anything about the art world? 
Um, I don't think you have to know anything about the art world to, to, no, I mean, to, to identify good art. Willie Schmeller, I mean. If, if anything, I think the more you know yeah. about the art world, the less able you are to identify good art. What I mean is that the guy that's saying that it's not art because he's only using, he's buying terrible pictures for lots of money for clout. That's his art there. That's oh, yeah. How, that's that's sort how of, art yeah, works, yeah. yeah. That's sort of his art there. Sort of like surreal, like floral, floral shit. Hunter Biden art, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Better than George Bush's. Well, George Bush is like... Just paints the ghosts of soldiers he sent to die. It's so f- this his art is so weird because it's like, this picture of him in his studio is so funny because he looks like the polar opposite of the guy we saw the, like the crack smoking riddles. crack and getting yeah. a foot job. The crack riddle foot job guy. This just shows you how rich people are just like fucking immune to to the way that life goes for everyone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. like the fact that. He's the you crack spend foot two job in guy. The rejuvenation chamber, and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, he's just like you realize that these are the same person. He's, he's or is he the same person on a couch? Yeah, and then he's going back to his art studio mansion to do billion dollar paintings. You know, or has he just been replaced? Thank you for this. By, uh, by Billy Shears. He's been replaced by Paul McCartney. That's mm-hmm. big brain. Yeah. Oh, that was big news. Paul McCartney said it was John that split the band up. Oh, did he? He did. Yeah, he said. Uh, it was. Funny. It was obviously Paul who signed the, instigated the legal action. Yeah. Uh, but he did an interview with BBC Six, I think, last week, where he said it was uh, it was John who actually pulled the trigger. Well, it's easy to say now he's fucking dead. <laughs> but it was. I mean, it's still. You, you, I mean, we've got to look at Yoko, right? Haven't we? Wait, wait. And, wait, and, and Paul we, job to break up the band. What, what, what was he saying? Yeah, he's, uh, he band. said that John broke up the band, not oh, him. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. He's finally broken his silence that I didn't realise he had. Absolutely. Yeah, me neither. I thought uh, so they'd just the Beatles broke up. Who cares? The bands break up. But Paul McCartney doesn't shut up. Yeah, Paul McCartney. The Beatles didn't break up because John was like, we need to break up. The Beatles broke up because they turned into like f- like four weird teenagers messing about and trying out this new instrument in Liverpool to like the most the four strangest men on the planet yeah, yeah. in mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. different yeah, ways people are like, who invited these cunts yeah George Harrison was like I'm gonna go to India and fuck my wife and then die and then yeah. Ringo Starr was like I wanna do something where I can actually write my own songs yeah I mean yeah. Paul uh, sorry Ringo and uh, and George were definitely the two most normal mm-hmm. and yeah, I think yeah. uh, you know George bless him only sort of really turned into a bit of a weirdo after someone broke into his house and tried to stab him yeah <laughs> Although he, he and was then, a very then, good guitarist, but then, but then, because after that happened, that was the last time the Beatles toured, and George wanted to be out of the public eye. Yeah, and then Paul, Paul, and John, because they're pieces of shit, they were slagging him wrote, off, having anxiety wrote, attacks. But and they shit. wrote, they wrote, she came in through the bathroom window as like a funny send up, and then made yeah. him play guitar on it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's up. even even crueler than when uh, uh, Stevie Nicks wrote, "You can go your own way." Made her ex husband play guitar on it. About what a piece of shit he was, and fuck off yeah. out of my life. You can go your own way. Imagine the movie yesterday, except the three of us wake up and we're the only people who can remember gay Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Superman's gay, I'm telling you. <coughs> I feel like that's the life that I already live. <laughs> I've got this idea: is there's a guy called Hunter, and we need to go and find his paintings right now because it's going to be really funny. <coughs> um, I, I think that's uh, actually a project that Nicholas Cage has already signed onto. Man, he's so good at acting. Biden's, uh, I love... I, I, I've, I've got a huge amount of respect for Nick Cage because there is literally no film that he won't turn down. He will yeah. He will accept any dog shit piece of script, no matter how bad. Bro, that would 100% because, be me if I was an actor. Be, yeah, but he needs the money to, to fund his just... I can't even call it... I mean, it is a lavish lifestyle, obviously, but it's just a ridiculous lifestyle. He keeps just buying fossils and, and like bits of dinosaurs and shit. I love that, man. He is the character that he played in, in National, National Treasure. Treasure yeah. yeah. That's so funny because if I was a... 
I always think that if I was like a Nick Cage style celebrity, I would be like, all right, first big film I'm doing, I'm buying a house flat out, like no like Bel Air mansion mortgage where it's like I've got to keep doing blockbusters to pay it. Like I'm going to put half in savings, buy a flat or whatever, and then just be Gucci for the rest of my life and just do whatever work. But I also know that I would 100% like buy the most lavish cocaine every day. Yeah, and like that, collect happen, and dinosaur like, after every dicks premiere, and the, shit. The, like uh, this is the sacred like uh, war orc comes to you after every after every hundred millimeter. Like, here's a here's the kid fucking room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then one, and then one day you're just gonna like, well, let's see how it is. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm not gonna yeah. do anything. I'm not doing anything. Gonna but... go in and then like Bill Clinton's there playing sax. Less sex, more sex. You know what I mean, buddy. I hundred percent would like. I would hundred percent hire like a shaman to come with me to every premiere to make sure I was doing it cleansing, cleansing, cleansingly. Yeah, cleansingly. I'd be. I would all the stuff on the shopping channel. I'd see that. I'd see. Knocked down to sixty nine ninety nine from four hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, this is this is a packet of what looks like ten a ten piece set of hand creams that was. Was four hundred and forty-four pounds. Uh, no, no way, that was ever four hundred forty-nine no, pounds. Ten creams, seventy pounds. Ten creams, seventy pound is really good. That's seven pounds of cream. Um, <laughs> quick maths. That's quick a maths. great uh, pound to cream ratio. I have to say. I would say, what? Um, get it slogan, into your skin. Get that it into, is get into your into skin. skin. I thought the slogan was "get it into your skin," which is so much Maybe more. Maybe the boys, how's your how's your pound to cream ratio these days? <laughs> Pounding, on pounding more, creaming less. I don't think any of this exists. I don't think so. I'm not convinced that I haven't. I wasn't hit by a car on the way to Patrick's flat, and I'm now in heaven. <laughs> yeah. If this is your idea of heaven, watching the shopping, actually, yeah, it is. Yeah, watching the shopping channel, having beers with my boys. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, that's heaven. Mm. What are you talking about? Get, Get into, into your skin. skin. <laughs> that's how Superman's by. <laughs> yeah, I can have dreams yeah, about yeah. getting getting uh, sex. Cars have been taken over by genocidal maniacs. Let's, oh, let's, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's shall try we? and before we get on to, let's try and guess what the next product that they're going to be hawking is. Um, uh, it's going to be a mop. It's going to be like a mop. JML. That, that has a replaceable thing. I think it's going to be some sort of uh, power tool. Oh, good shout! I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. A rack, bike rack for the top of your car. Oh, great! Yep, that could be it. I've never even heard of open pay. What the fuck is that? I think the next one will just be the the entire country of Lebanon. (laughs) Do you think that's what it's going to be? Yeah. I think it's going to be the contract for the next uh, (laughs) next arms deal with Saudi Arabia. I think it will be uh, a non-fungible token for the concept of melancholy. <laughs> fungible, <laughs> fun with my balls. <laughs> the fungibles on it. Yeah. <laughs> fungible, yeah. fungibles on that. Oh mate, <laughs> you an NFT bitch? You an NFT baby? Uh, you got that, nice that, that fucking tits. Get it out. She's got that. Get them. it out. She's got them NFTs, baby. Nice fucking tits. NFTs. Oh, that's, my, that's oh, my, oh Maron, you seen all fucking NFTs? <laughs> oh Maron, that's the new federal booby inspector T-shirt. Yeah. Well, you can get uh, ones that are uh, you get like a mold at home, and you make your own mold, and then yeah. you send it away, and yeah. they make you a dildo of it. I did that. It was called a waste of clay. <laughs> I did. Uh, there was always an urban myth at my high school that, that a girl had used one. Uh, well, used her mum's dildo, only to then uh-huh. later find out it was uh, a, a mold of her, dad's, of her dad's hell. cock. Fucking hell! 
Well, there's a rumor at my school that uh, uh, there's a kid that fucked his Xbox and gave her the red ring of death. <laughs> <laughs> Which is obviously bullshit, but I, every, every chance I've got, I bring up to him, I, I hate you fucked your Xbox and gave her the red ring of death. I hate you fucked your Xbox yeah. to death. How'd you do it? Disc tray? USB? <laughs> How'd you do it? Yeah, where would you fuck it? You could only fuck it in. <laughs> where? How do you know when your Xbox likes you? <laughs> where could you fuck an Xbox? You could only do it, I guess, in like the a lot yeah, easier game station. A lot easier on, <laughs> yeah, bust up. The, the, the public display with Xbox. It's got, um, yeah, it's, it. Sainsbury's. Yeah, fucking. Uh, you you could back in the day, N sixty fours and before SNESs. Dreamcasts, them the cartridge ones, much easier to fuck. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and much more attractive as well. The the yeah. era of translucent plastic was the golden age of the technology aesthetic. I agree. What the well, fuck is disgusting. that, man? Is that even gravy? I thought it was tomato sauce. Like, like caramel sauce. Yeah, it, it looks like, like a, ragu, it yeah. looks like a a sriracha type. Look at how look at how uncooked that pastry is. Yeah. That's aren't completely Jesus uncooked. Oh, oh my god! Is that sausages in the pasty? Yeah, fuck man and they've got a rotisserie chicken in the tower oven that doesn't actually rotis can I just say fucking absolutely like potato wedges can get fucked we've had this discussion we've had this discussion I disagree but I'm not a fan that's not a hill I'm going to die on does that that not look like the worst fry you've ever seen in your life it's like the driest mushroom the driest black pudding it's like you baked the black pudding and the mushroom together that's horrific but it's also I mean if it's it's, it looks like an air fryer to me I've got one in my house it's not mine my my housemate bought it Uh, I do use it a lot but you can't uh, there's some stuff that you just can't cook in there if you're oven roasting veg it has to go into a normal oven with a load of oil you know, there's only certain things you can put in that, really. Yeah, these this is a five a five lay a five in one air fryer oven for a hundred pound. That's actually all right, you know. You know, um, my uh, granddad uh, when he first started cooking for himself, he yeah. used to just have three George Man, George Foreman grills lined up on the worktop. Yeah, and one was for meat, one was for veg, and one was for desserts. King, that's just right. everything, that's, everything that's, on the George. You know Foreman what? Grill. That's quite a good living. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. king. I wish I could do that. At the end of the year, you scoop out all the fat, mix it into one thing. And that'll, uh, that'll keep it going until like New Year's. Yeah, whoever 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 drinks it gets all the Christmas presents. One shape like a bike. You, uh, <laughs> what you have to do is wait for the fat to solidify, and then you rub it all over your skin, and it protects you from the elements when you're on a oh cold, yeah, cold and cold yeah. Day. as well. Yeah, you confit yourself to death when you fin when you're George Foreman. Grew my uh, my gran actually used to do that. My Polish gran, she used to uh, lard was just a multi-purpose object. She used it to just lubricate items in the house that needed lubricating, door hinges and stuff. Yeah. Uh, used it as a replacement for butter in sandwiches, mm-hmm. but also used to smear it all over my face when I was leaving in the winter because it keep me warm. Just a barrier for the wind. That's funny. Yeah. I wish we. I wish I came from the generation where I got to use lard and shortening all the time. Yeah, because you are you are a lumberjack in the 1850s. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Why, why are we talking about this? Have I we talked about the news today? <laughs> no, no, I, don't know. I, I, I don't think we're ever going to talk about the news again. Now, what is what has what's well, been well, in the well, news? Well, food, uh, what's like, been in the news? Shortages. I mean, it's yeah. Yet again, I suppose we will have to talk about transphobia because people have lost them fucking minds about the John Lewis advert. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's been revealed that a thousand, one thousand complaints or more have been made about Rosie Duffield uh, in the past year, um, and of course we got the news of the Labour Future Candidates Program. Yeah, no one the left SCP. wing. Yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, literally everyone. Uh, who's been accepted has done tweets in the past about how Corbyn's. Uh, the, we've also got the 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 um, the BBC doing a ten part audio drama uh, audio series investigating Stonewall for some reason, uh, and in itself, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There was there was the Nolan Nolan podcast. Stephen Nolan, yeah. Stephen Nolan podcast, but then it was then followed up with a, a BBC News headline that said uh, links between Stonewall and BBC revealed by the the BBC, yeah. uh, and then it sort of just had a few paragraphs about how Stonewall is really badass and how the BBC is shit. I mean, like. Um, isn't part of like they're they're framing this as a sort of a breach of impartiality, but surely isn't a but that's a breach of impartiality in and of itself. If you yeah. if you if you concede the ground that the whether people have human rights or not is 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 gra- is is a is an arena for legitimate political discussion. Yeah, then you've already taken a side. You're not being impartial. You've already yeah. taken a side. You're not yeah. being impartial. But also, surely, surely go into the the if you are the the state broadcaster and you wish to remain impartial or or at least aware of the facts on what you're meant to be reporting, go into the country's preeminent charity about, like, that is representative of an issue to, that is frequently discussed in the news. It's just the done thing when it comes to properly representing the talking points that yeah. you want to address on your channel. I think like, it, you go to other charities for other stuff, right? I think it really reveals uh, the, the uh, I don't want to say incompetence, but just just the fact that our institutions don't work in the way that they should, because if the EHRC, if the Equality and Human Rights Commission mm-hmm. was um, a truly independent body yeah. whose output could be trusted, uh, then they would be stepping in on something like this and saying, mm-hmm. "And okay, well, it is you know it is an optional scheme. You know, it is a charity that's running a scheme. I think we probably can have a conversation about the extent to which it actually is helpful, yeah. to which mm-hmm. the extent it allows corporations to sort of pink wash uh, the work that they do." Um, but to to pull out of it on the basis that that uh, advocating for trans people is somehow um, up for debate or is is politically unacceptable, that's when you'd expect the equalities regulators to step in and say, actually, sure. you know, these are people that have have a protected characteristic. And, uh, but but at the end of the day, that's we're talking about another institution that has been politically captured. It's uh, no, no one wants to talk about it, not least not least on the left, because to do so is to then sort of call into question their response to anti-Semitism in the Labour Party, but former and current EHRC employees have written open letters and complained publicly about an atmosphere of institutional racism uh-huh. at the Equalities Regulator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is not fit for purpose. But also, it's, uh, uh, like you said, a couple of people have, like, uh, on the left, a couple of, like, like, prominent queer people on the left that I know of have expressed, you know, reservations about Stonewall itself, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nevertheless expressed the fact that this is... Like, if you want to... If you if you want to like uh, investigate a fucked up NGO, then what about the LGB Alliance? What well, the LGB the LGB Alliance? Why is it Stonewall the one you're going NGO? Because the LGB Alliance just seems to be something that props up and no one knows. A no good organization. Yeah. But that's what I mean. No one's well. That's, you know, that's exactly the point. No one no one seems to know what they what they are. It's the, like the taxpayers. It's surely like the taxpayers that's alliance. right for investigation. But isn't didn't didn't uh, Darfield speak at one of their things recently along yeah, with yeah, Graham yeah. Linehan? Oh, one of their live streams. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Did you see State they, they uh, LGB Alliance had put out a, a statement yesterday uh, or the day before? Um, obviously, it won't be yesterday when you. Beautiful people are listening to this. Those uh, are the worst fucking chips I've ever seen in my life. Terrible, aren't they? Go awful, on. awful. Yeah, awful. Um, the, yeah revolting. Um, they put out a statement saying, uh, so are we saying that means that every other LGBT charity in the country is homophobic? That was sort of the lead-in. And you're expecting the follow-up to be, no, of course we're not saying that. But it then went on to say, that is precisely what we are saying. Oh, my God. They, they on the record, have accused every other LGBT charity in the country, apart from them, of being homophobic. How insane is that? And 
we're still living in some sort of weird alternate reality where that 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 has to be taken seriously. Yeah, bonkers. Anyway, solidarity now and forever with trans people. Absolutely, you yeah, you deserve a, a, like a million incalculably incalculably better than being on this terrible terrible island. Yeah, yeah, solidarity with you. But I think you know, like the, you get a lot of transphobes. They love to come back to the uh, hypothetical examples of prisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, we need to make prisons safe for women. Right. How are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Prisons, by design, are unsafe for women. Yeah. Prisons right. are institutions of violence and control. Yeah, exactly. And if and it, it's it's just ridiculous to me that you believe you're advocating for women, and you're not talking about uh, baby A. Yeah. You're not talking about ending six-month custodial sentences, which overwhelmingly hit women for non-violent crimes. That increase recidivism after the event, that disrupt the family life. It's insane. You're not campaigning on these things. The idea, the whole, the, the whole, the, the whole rhetoric. They're like that a, tr- a prison is a, a safe space for trans people is just so divorced from reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. It's absolutely like genuinely, and I don't care if you think like this is insensitive language to use. It's insane. It is insane. absolutely it is. unhinged. No, it is. It's unhinged. Yeah. What a gnarled piece of meat that is. It looks fucked. It's the fact awful. that he's got two two of these air fryers on the go, I mean, it's not a good purchase. Why do you the need both of them if you've got, uh, if it's a five-in-one? I really it's wanted to, it's to a see tricky life having two air fryers on the go, you know? Yeah, it is, yeah. You have to do the same thing with them so you don't Oh, get look confused. how fucked this is going to look. Fuck That's me, right. man. It's not no. too bad. That's it's not fine. too bad. It's a little bit overdone for me, but I know a lot of people like it like that. There's some juices coming out there. Well, uh, if he's not rested, enough, if, he, if he's rested it, the juices should be. Tricky. Why is he cutting it with that knife? Why is he cutting he's it with a sushi knife? knife? Yeah, like he's cutting it with like a, a, a file binder, just hacking his way through it. What's what's he dressed like that for? Oh god, he looks like he auditioned for Allo Allo when it first cast and hasn't changed outfit since. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very Allo Allo. Uh, so we're talking <laughs> about the Tower Vortex season one seven zero six four air, air fryer fry oven 12, 12 liters. Grey and rose gold. Yeah. Rest in peace, rose gold. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Fuck me, mate. You can see that coming from round the bend, down all yeah. the way down the high road. What does introductory price mean? Oh, it's the first time they're doing it. Um, what other news has happened that we can talk about? Uh, I suppose we, uh, we've already talked about the Newcastle takeover a little bit, haven't we? Yeah, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. There em. you go. Yeah, and, That's oh, it. <laughs> I, I, the, the one, there's something that weirdly reassured me about the Newcastle takeover, which is that it's not just the political journalists in this country who are fucking risible dupes, right. uh, but also sports journalists as well. Because yeah, Amanda, right. whatever her name was, not Amanda Spellman, not someone else. That's, Amanda, that's she was sort of like, well. she was the uh, the sort of the public face of the takeover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was sort of doing interviews where she said, "Oh, it's actually nothing to do with the, with the, the Saudi government. It's a, it's a holding company." Yeah. And she she used the phrase "holding company," which is not normally what you do if you're trying to, you know, draw, draw a distance between yeah, sure, yeah. representing. And the journalist sort of seems to say, "Oh, okay, we well, didn't realise that. That's that's fine then. Cool. Thanks for thanks, <laughs> th- thanks for letting us know." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and one thing I found interesting about. Um, What's that? Because um, if if Alfai was still in charge of Fulham, and Fulham were in the Premier League, because uh, he's he's related to um, uh, Kasagi, the journalist that was murdered. Kasagi, yeah, yeah. So one Premier League club would have ordered the assassination of another Premier League club's nephew. Uh, to be honest, though, I mean Ken Bates was a Premier League chairman for a long time. I'm not convinced that hasn't already happened. But I think it's, I mean, to to a certain extent, you know, it's, there is a, there is the broader conversation on needing to to politicise football much more. Uh, and build, you know, movements through the football. 
Mm. Uh, and obviously, someone is worse than others, but ultimately, they're all billionaires. Ultimately, they are all yeah. evil, exploitative people. I wish we had that thing in this country that you have, like, in places in Spain and Italy where you've got clubs that are just like, you have to be a communist or you're not allowed to come. Yeah, yeah. That would be so yeah. cool. You have to be born in the region. Without well, we, the fascists, we, though. I don't I, want the fascists. I think ones. we, I, as a suggestion, boys, I think we should start getting ourselves to the odd uh, Clapton FC game. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because it's, uh, it's a good club with good people. I think we should, yeah. I saw a lovely thing the other day, FC, uh, FC United, the, uh, the fan-owned club that was the offshoot of uh, Man United. Yeah. yeah. They um, are collecting for, um, uh, I can't remember what the organisation's called, it's like Aid for Calais mm-hmm. at the uh, refugee camps. Um, and the slogan that they've used for the, for the match is, isn't uh, uh, sort of like refugees are welcome here. It's like new, it says new Mancunians welcome. And I love that as a message because yeah. it's just immediately... I saw, I, I tweeted about it and someone DM'd me to criticise it, to say, oh, you can't say it about refugees because you're just erasing their identity if you call them, you know, where they've come to. But there's always people who just, it's yeah. like the same people as like, oh, so you think that like crossing a pecky line is bad for, do you? Well, I've got a condition that means I can only eat eight bowls of cornflakes yeah. a day, so yeah. I, I have to use calories. Oh, fuck, I saw the best one of those the other day. I have to oh, show oh, you. I'm sure about the new Eternal song. Oh, so the only Marvel film you hear is one directed by a woman of colour, is it? Uh, yeah, it's fucking like I hate that thing on Twitter of like, oh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna deliberately take, the most take uncharitable ev- everything you've said, yeah, yeah. You bad said, faith find, as possible. Or find the one it's exception insane. to the rule. It's insane. It'd be like you didn't consider this, so therefore you are a, 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 the biggest piece of shit who's ever lived. This is my favorite example of it. The other day, a good friend of mine, very funny comedian called Freya Parker, part shout of out Freya yeah. Parker. Shout out Freya Parker. She's part of uh, Lazy Susan. <laughs> she tweeted. Um, a joke, a funny joke that said dehydration is a lifestyle choice. Uh-huh. She tweeted that. Yeah. One reply from a, an old man that said, "Not, not for the elderly in care homes. <laughs> <laughs> not for a cacti. Not for cacti. You fucking piece of shit. So funny. But is that is that is that it, worryingly is that perhaps a cry for help from some old man's in a, in a care home who's help, just help. <laughs> not been given anything to drink? This is so funny." Carers are stealing my money. Stan Lee. <laughs> Please, Mr. Zuckerberg, give me my Facebook back. <laughs> Excelsior. Hey, true believers, the carers are stealing my money and they're taking my Facebook password. <laughs> did you guys? Did you? What guys, a sad end to Stanley's life that was. Did you guys see that Twitter thread a while ago where someone who was uh, who was? Uh, uh, no, no, so it's hilarious, but it's a really sad end to a life. <laughs> Like he spent his last month in the care home getting rinsed by his nurses, <laughs> begging the CEO of Facebook to get his Facebook profile back. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, the woman who gives me my pills just tricked me into sign, signing the rights away for the character Spider-Man. Yeah. I, know, I, know I, own, I no longer own Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> they, made, they, made me, they made me trade my Twitter login for the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, <laughs> did three meals a day I had to give one member of the Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah go on, did man. you guys see that uh, Twitter thread where someone was talking about like oh you know nothing, if you're a nurse or like working a care home nothing prepares you for the the fucked up old shit uh, the fucked up shit that old people say yeah and she was sort of talking about you know it was the run of the mill stuff of like just old people being just racist as fuck yeah to the people who are solely responsible for their care which yeah. is always a bold bold strategy but then just people owning up to like murders on their deathbed and stuff oh my god yeah. so, but it was it was really depressing how quickly the thread you know the quote tweets just turned into people just openly admitting to elder abuse 
It was like, oh yeah, you know, so someone, you know, someone made a homophobic crack at me, so I just didn't feed him for a day. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Like, hey, that's radical. Yeah. What? What? Thank you for being an ally. Yeah, you heard it first here, folks. Elder abuse is praxis. It is yeah. praxis. And do you know what? It's just fucking like, this is what you don't know about Stanley. Do you know what I mean? We don't know what he what that cunt was saying in the yeah. car. Yeah, we don't know that. We don't know that. He's like, I wish I'd done those old Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah. What are you doing, Stan? <laughs> <laughs> He said the worst thing to happen to our comic art was when uh, Warner Brothers put disclaimers before their old releases. Yeah. He was like, you should say these are better than any of the new cartoons yeah. that have come My out. My favourite episode of 40 Towers is the blackface one. <laughs> Whatever episode was taken down for it. Yeah, it's funny like um, how John Cleese is talking about... Like, well, he's doing a new show in Channel 4 about woke and cancel culture. It's absolutely... It, I find it so funny that old fucking cunts like that are going on about cancel culture as if like... Like all the horrible stuff he did, like the blackface stuff, yeah. it doesn't. He doesn't get cancelled for it. The episodes get quietly taken down and like erased from his legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, thanks for listening to episode fifty of the Brit Populism yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's only taken us uh, fifty weeks uh, with uh, fifty other weeks in between <laughs> to get this. But thank you to all the listeners. Yeah, thank you guys for getting us as far. It's been it's- a hell of fun day. Sorry we didn't talk about the news. <laughs> Uh, well, we wanted today to be a celebration, and yeah, some exactly. of these we didn't want to talk about because it wasn't that celebratory. Yeah, we had a lot of um, we brought loads of food around. We've been drinking and stuff instead. Yeah, so, so give us that. Don't forget to leave a rating and a review and tell the Next friends. week we'll be as maudlin. <laughs> yeah, we'll back. But, but, back you know, on thank, it. thank you for joining us on this journey. I got, oh, yeah. I, I, I got to admit to you boys, did you see this getting to fifty episodes? No way. I, I hoped, but you know, well, yeah, I mean, I hope, obviously, but once we got to you know thirty, forty, it was obviously going to happen. But when when we first started this, in, yeah, in lockdown, sure. I didn't think yeah. it would. And I have to say, you know, like I think we've done pretty well. We've done yeah, a it's good not, job. It's I not think. been it's not been weekly, but it's been I've I've it's been more than biweekly. I've yeah, I've had a fun time doing it. For me, the time. important thing this has been a really nice little oasis in my weeks during this horrible year same, and a half. Same. Yeah, I've had a and, great time. Uh, I've loved doing it in person today. It's been good. different energies. Yeah, I've loved it. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. It's been good. I don't know if every episode's going to be like this. We'll try. We'll try. It's really easy doing that over Zoom just for convenience. But I think think we're a good podcast and everyone who doesn't agree with me can get fucked. Yeah, you get fucked. Uh, Go go listen to You Know The One. (laughs) Good evening, Great Britain. Good evening, Great Britain. Good evening, Great Britain. To the next 50. (laughs) 